0: Welcome to the Career Pro Inc. podcast. We're here with Sterling Fulton. Sterling, tell us about yourself just a little bit, and then we're going to get into the topic of the day, which is love in action. Finish my sentence for me.
1: Oh, love and action, overcoming the destructive isms in our society. We have destructive isms. Yeah, absolutely, John. We got a few. We we haven't <laughs> overcome those. No, unfortunately, uh, we haven't. We're making progress, though.
0: Why would this be important to to any audience of people who are career progressive? types who are leaders of companies what are we talking about what are destructive isms and then I want to talk a little bit about you and we'll get right back into the topic
1: sure 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 actually tell you John I'm talking about the bottom line um, mm. the destructive is isms in our society it actually keeps people back and um, those things that keep people back keeps people from earning their potential, which keeps them from putting that precious green back into our society, which actually hurts. Um, hurts our economy. So, you know, I, I have We're
0: talking to, this is a business talk, huh? I know. I this, this is just really be about a business love.
1: No. <laughs> No. No. John, I'm a capitalist. then right. You know, yeah. Yeah. No, we're talking business. We're talking business. And um, we're talking about how uh, overcoming those destructivisms in the society opens it up for more commerce, op- opens it up for people to be better employees, and opens it up for uh, companies actually to attract. Uh, better employ employees as well
0: that's awesome so let's let's talk about you a little bit sterling tell us a bit about your background
1: okay um uh me personally um i'm 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 a midwester a midwesterner who spent half her life down in uh down south i grew up in ohio uh john i think you did too Grow grow up in Ohio.
0: Hey, I'm right here. I'm I'm with you. You had me at Ohio.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know those good old fashioned Midwestern values. I uh, uh, grew up in the Cleveland area and then uh, went down to uh, South Carolina when I was in middle school. But my. background is really in public health. I started out, I have a master's in health policy and administration and very interested in healthcare and got interested in how healthcare is impacted by how uh, race and racism impacts people in, in healthcare. And uh, so I have to tell you, and this is pretty controversial, John, you know, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about politics nowadays, but right about the 2016 election, I, I was concerned. I, w- I was very concerned. And I just felt like the country was going in a wrong turn. And uh, I'm a mother of two uh, adult sons, and I just didn't like what I was saying. So I decided. I is said, that
0: political, one party, or do you think in general the way the dialogue was going on?
1: I really how our country is how, how our country is dividing okay it, it's 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 not even really because i don't want political. people to turn
0: completely turn off if they think oh well, she's at this or no, she's that no 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 no
1: okay, no no it. no 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 it's not it, it's it's really about how um we've bucket ourselves into these groups and even if you lean one way or the other you're even um I, and i i I'm, am going to say bifurcating yourself even within those, within those groups. We're sub, we're subgrouping, subgrouping ourselves almost to death, you know. And, and that's a whole different topic. But what that's doing is that's actually making the problem worse. So, um, you well, know, let's just get
0: into it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: And I'll explain. What are
0: the destructivisms? Just define that for us.
1: Well, you know, there's ageism, or adultism. You know, and that's uh, where somebody who you're young and you're looking at somebody who's old and you're thinking, well, they could never possibly do this job because, you know, that person, they're old. All right,
0: what other isms are you there? You know,
1: there's uh, colonialism or cultural appropriatenism, there's um, body issues or colorisms, uh, disability. Um, There's issues dealing with gender, uh, immigration, uh, poverty and classism. Poverty and classism is actually really huge. Um, you, You could be of the same race, but if you're of the same, if you're of a different class, your experience in life how you're going to walk through life is going to be totally different mm. um, then of course there's racism and when most people think about racism or the isms that's what they that's the that's first they thing immediately they go to of. that because yeah that's the yeah yeah
0: polarizing issue that we can absolutely you know, talk about
1: absolutely because it's easy but what people don't realize is that there's discrimination even within a racial group and like I said you know um, we're we're finding ourselves in these like um smaller and smaller camps and so you could be a white person and you could be from a small town but you could be from a rural area in that small town and your experience and your treatment would be different than if you lived in say a more affluent area of that small town um, and you could experience hardship as a result of that. So, I mean, those are things that we need to look at within our society. Is
0: multiculturalism a good or badism?
1: Oh, I, it's a really good ism.
0: It's a good ism. Okay. Yeah, I do.
1: I think. Um, I think having people. That's from... that's a.
0: That's not as that's not a destructivism. Is what no, you're saying. it's
1: not. It's not a destructivism. Um, there's something magical when you open it up and you get people from all over the world with different experiences, different um, uh, cultures, different clothes that they wear, different food that they eat. I mean, it makes life a lot richer.
0: What if someone listening quietly is thinking to themselves, "I'm." A victim of an ism and -hmm. it's not fair and regardless of what their background is they're thinking you know but I feel like multiculturalism is part of the reason I'm out of a job because they wanted to have a more Mm. diverse group now that's not someone who you expect to be too loud about it but that's you know there's a frustration that I've heard that's just one yeah Uh, yeah. I've I've heard too from many people who are you know, in one of the classes you might call that mm-hmm. would be, you know, anyway, uh, I've heard it from all sides, it seems like. Yeah. But yeah. those, someone sitting there going, you know, that's, I, because they wanted a more diverse group, I think I've been, I'm, I was out of a job. What do you say to someone like that?
1: You know, you have to unpack that. Unpack mm-hmm. that sentence and really find okay. out what it is that they mean. I mean, because, if they're looking for a job, and if they think that a person of another color or another gender or another... Um, protected
0: class. Yeah, protected
1: class, right, got the job over them, that assumes... Because that of that, just that. Right, because of just that. So that the assumption is that that person who got the job is less than or doesn't have as much of a skill set as that person has. And that is highly unlikely. You know, it's funny.
0: But it does happen. I've seen it where well, someone it with happen. three years' experience replaces someone with ten years' experience, and they just looked at, you know, saying that I'm just that just
1: happens. It could happen. But,
0: but how do you deal with that? How do you mentally deal with that, knowing also that hey, this group is a little too perhaps traditional white male over X. Here, mm-hmm. And we do need to diversify because our right, exactly. customers are that way, but we don't want to let someone go with that. Exp- how, how does someone just deal with that in their brain and not even in the back of their mind if they're not racist or whatever? They just feel slighted. How, do they, how should exactly. they process that if it actually does happen that way? That
1: is a very hard thing. And it's very hard. Change is hard. And that's essentially what uh, overcoming the destructivism is about. It's about change. And it's about... Um, seeing the fact that change might also involve you or it might also involve one person. So that means that that person may have to go back to school to update their skill set. It could mean that that person may um, have to update their beliefs or update their, um, you know, just their general walk in life. No one wants to hear that and no one wants to um, be that person in which it happens to. And well, it, it's that's a hard thing. On
0: the other side of the coin, some mm-hmm. people would say that that person maybe with a little less experience replacing that person. That's important for just perhaps the picture that it shows in some way. And maybe they do have less experience, but we need someone who's more diverse on this group or on this board or in this company. You know, and it feels very personal to the person who might feel like Absolutely. they're being replaced. But also, the world is changing. That Absolutely. The fact that we do need to be reflective of our clients and our society. Mm-hmm. So some of that Absolutely. is gonna be unfair, but on the other hand, some people might say, look, it's been unfair for people in our so-called right. protected class for a, a number of years, so guess what, you just have to deal with it. So there's, then there's built-in tension. Well, it, how, I- do we, how do we get beyond that to say, let's how do we get beyond that
1: looking at the looking at the total pie so the problem is that within our society you know um, america has a long history of the isms and um, and 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 our society our entire society is built upon that and you know now within the last i'd say 50 years or so it's changing and albeit it's changing slowly it is changing But one of the things is, and you said it, we have gone from essentially an island, uh, you know, the United, the 48 states, you know, of, of, it's not an island, A big island. I know, it's a big island, I know. But if you look at Panama, (laughs) as I said. um, Anyway, um, (laughs) uh, nerd joke there. But you're looking at really a space that's been isolated. And now we're global. And our markets are global and we're not just selling to Americans. I mean Americans just aren't selling to Americans. Americans are selling to the world. And we can't, you know, if you're going to sell a good example, I tell you a really good example is cars, okay? So Um, we can't sell American cars or even the car names to, uh, people in, in different countries. So for example, there was a car, uh, the Chevy Nova, I believe the Nova, the term, and somebody could correct me on this, but the term Nova, um, in a country in South America meant like the car didn't run and no one was buying the car. Well, you know, you, as a as a company, You actually have to go know who it is, who your target is. Know what their culture is. Really have that deep understanding of the people who it is that you're serving or that you want to buy from. I I went to India um, this summer. Oh, I had a fabulous time in India. I love the food, I love the people, and I was noticing you know, I was in Delhi, and I was in a bus, and I was driving. We were driving because, um, uh, as, as a Westerner, I I don't, I don't feel comfortable driving on in a in a foreign country. <laughs> Not that in I India, think is for sure. where they're driving on the wrong side of the road. But uh, yes, that the is wrong a joke, right? 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 Very You're good. supposed to drive on the on the right side, you know. But uh, um, we're creating a destructivism as we speak. Exactly, you know, my like destructivism. But I, I went. I had a beautiful, beautiful time. Uh, But as I was there, I noticed all the traffic, and I noticed the cars. And I noticed there were Toyotas, and there were Subarus, and a lot of Subarus. But there weren't a lot of American cars. And I started asking myself, why? Why weren't there more American cars? Why are we missing this market? And so, you know, I mean um delhi had 20 million 20 million people within the city This is a huge market that's waiting to be tapped i'm still waiting for that answer how come americans are uh, how come and I, I think when i was there i probably saw maybe four or five fords um but i saw probably tens of thousands of toyotas and subarus there were subarus everywhere well, I a like mercedes no yeah, yeah 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 well,
0: but it's all good but, uh how do we how do we get past what are the destructive isms to yeah. positive and use this as a? spring forward how do we put love in action
1: Well, expanding the pie thinking about expanding the pie there's enough there one one of the great things about the united states of america is that there's enough for everyone you know we're we are a country that is very industrious we're a country that can grow and we are growing our economy uh... uh, you know and the nice thing about this is that overcoming the destructive isms really makes us or allows us to do a mind shift in which we are now realizing that growing that pie means that we are allowing more people in we and I'm not talking about immigration I'm not talking about that but into the capitalist capitalist system that's what I mean allowing more people into our economy allowing more people to share in the um, in the uh, in the economic prosperity that America has. The more we do that, the more we have.
0: That sounds good. Mm-hmm. However, if mm-hmm. I'm Sterling Fulton, I'm uh-huh. a CEO and I, I'm just newly installed in this position. Mm-hmm. What, what could I do to overcome destructive isms in my company culture right now? What are a couple of insights that you would have uh, for your, <laughs> for your own CEO self <laughs> At this 1,500-person company that's growing 20% a year, what would I be doing at my company that maybe I'm not doing now to overcome destructive isms within my company culture? From the corporate point of view, tell me what you would do.
1: You know, listen listen, there's not a lot of listening going on. There's a lot of people talking, a lot of people like yelling at other people, but they're not listening.
0: I'm Sterling Fulton. I mm-hmm. think I'm listening to my folks. I'm newly at this company. How would real, the real Sterling, you mm-hmm. listen better uh, based on what you've seen the corporations are doing or really not doing today?
1: Well, what it, does
0: listening mean, really?
1: Listening means is actually getting out and talking to people, talking to your customer, talking to a, a natural, What questions
0: should we be asking, though?
1: Asking, like, what do you like? What don't you like? What are your fears? You know actually confronting people about the isms and listening to their response. The problem, one of the problems is that What's we, one
0: way that a, you, you as a CEO would might do that, that someone oh, could take yeah. away from just listening to this to say, you know what, I would love it if my company did that or if I'm the CEO, or I'm in an influential position, here's something I could actually. Well, think that's about where doing.
1: love and action comes through. Well, tell me yeah, about that. Yeah, you could form affinity groups. Uh, you could form groups in which you actually have people that get together and they they talk about these things. You could do what are these call and speak about the isms and about how the isms are impacting people? Um, not being afraid to talk about people, to talk and listen to people's reaction if they have opinions that are different. This is one of the problems. Um, that I'm seeing is where you know we're shutting down a particular voice. You know, there may be a, a group of white men who are angry, and just like you're saying, "Hey, I lost my job." You know, I this is this is what's happening to me and to my family. Well, instead of saying, "Oh, you know," shutting that down, allowing that dialogue to occur, listening with an ear of empathy and understanding. And so, then- your
0: opinion is you're not trying to quiet and and silence no. any dialogue no. that's reasonable and right. and at least you know people are cordial you're saying as a ceo you would encourage dialogue on some of these destructivisms to yeah. just get it, get the kind of stuff out in the out in the open is yeah. that going to open up a lot of anxiety and angst or do you think that will help kind of confront these things that are in the back of people's minds and bring them out and make that company a better company and more sensitive to their customers.
1: Absolutely. And initially it can be, but through guided facilitation, uh, through guided facilitation and also through the, a lens of constructive, being constructive, um, you can. there's nothing that you cannot take and you can't, um, uh, let's see how I wanna say this. There's something, there's being constructive, through guided facilitation you are able to uncover and unpack people's deepest emotions help them to overcome their fears bring down their barriers and open themselves up to people who are different
0: so I mean, if we if but if i said yeah that sounds like a good idea but we did a we did a webinar on um, multiculturalism or right, being right, more right. sensitive you know, right. and it was an hour long webinar and I had our whole company do it sensitivity training it's what, not like, enough
1: it's not enough. It's not enough. Okay. It's not enough. You just can't watch something that's hitting somebody in their head. You can't watch it. But
0: just look at Starbucks, who just you know had another incident recently where right. they had, and you know any company that's out there and with the public every day. Yeah. You know, I'm not picking on Starbucks, but they had an incident where they didn't serve police or someone put, you know, some sticker on a cop. Or it's just it was a disparaging thing or refused to serve, right. serve a person in uniform. There's an ism there. Isn't that a destructive kind of point, too? Well,
1: actually, you know, so the difference between looking at an ism and then the difference between protesting is something that's totally different. Okay, but if you've
0: got something where—I guess what, I'm not trying to go off into the Starbucks
1: example, but I'm saying, like, if there's— Well, appropriate protest. Let me let me back up, because I think what might happen is that some people might be like, oh, my God, you know, there is a appropriate time to do everything. Some things are appropriate. Some things are not appropriate to do.
0: Yes.
1: Um, Now, if you're a Starbucks employee and your job is to serve coffee, um, it is not your job to protest or it is not your job to say, well, I'm going to take it upon myself to uh, change the, co- the company culture and not serve police officers because all police officers are the same. Anytime you get into that mindset, that is dangerous. What that does is number one, <laughs> um, you shouldn't do that as an employee on your right, own. That's, right. You know, There are ways of protesting. Take those ways of protesting when you're at work, your job, especially if you work for a corporation, it, you're you're there to make money and to serve the public. Do well, your job.
0: Well said. So, yeah. when I, and another aspect of this is what I'm saying is it's not just enough to shut down the company for four hours or half a day and, and just say, we're oh, going to have sensitivity training. Right. You're saying proactiveness is the key to this. Uh,
1: yes. Being, and
0: let's just, as we wind down here, how. Could this love in action, removing or at least surfacing destructivism,s talking about them, confronting them, dealing with them, how does that affect the bottom line positively? How do you know that? Because you said from the beginning you're a capitalist. Absolutely, you aren't here just to say you. I'm mad and angry, and and, and people need to just listen more and remove these terrible destructivisms. There's a positive business side. Oh, of this. absolutely. What is it?
1: Absolutely. Um, one companies are able to open up into different markets that they may never have considered before. So, you know, and and I'm okay with using the Starbucks example. I mean, I'm I'm actually okay with using that. If Starbucks decides, okay, we're gonna start affinity groups or we're gonna have groups in which people are able to uh, voice their opinion, we're gonna be able to pass policies that uh, will, you know, work with our city council to pass policies, to work with police officers to get them appropriate training, um to reduce police brutality we we will do that but um I think by utilizing some um um individual methods of of protesting doesn't get you where you need to be and as a company um, companies can get further along. Uh, companies can actually support entire communities and garner additional market shares from those entire communities. So, for example, if Starbucks, and, and I'm, like I said, I'm okay, I, I you know picking on Starbucks in this case, but if Starbucks, say, for example, is not within a particular market within a, a city, they may actually be able to open up and get more people coming to Starbucks as a result of the actions that they're taking. I, I you know, I'm, like so I said... So
0: tying this to mm-hmm. positive bottom positive line is okay. bottom
1: line. There it is isn't, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that.
0: You know, to punish companies or organizations that haven't gone as far as they could go this is about being proactive and being smart about your business
1: absolutely it's about being proactive it's about being smart about your business thinking about opening your business up to untapped markets and allowing that to in, in doing that you're also helping those communities because you know you pump dollars if there's a way of pumping dollars into the community in which those dollars are reaching the community members through education through things like that I mean now all of a sudden you're talking about building you know people up so that they could start opening up their own businesses, so that people can start really doing the things that they need to do within their sphere so that they can grow. So, yeah. awesome. Empowering
0: companies, empowering people. Exactly. Uh, That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. How do we get more information? You, of course, can come through CareerPro because you do work with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. and tell us how do we get more information on Love in Action, and we'll wrap that up.
1: Absolutely. Actually, you, uh, what we do to get more information on Love in Action, you can contact me through you. Uh, Love in Action is also found on Amazon.com. I've got it out there. Uh, there's a journal, and um, Love in Action, there is a book and a journal. Uh, and uh, it's written from a spiritual perspective, but for your business, we can custom and tailor it for your particular business. Um um, and also offer train-to-trainers, uh, train the trainer awesome. workshops on how to Im- tra- train the trainer workshops on how to implement it within your company.
0: Sterling Fulton, thanks for being with us
1: Thank here today. Thank you, John. Thank you. All right, talk to you. Okay.